I mean, the answer is simple. Value and maturity. The DBS have a long way to evolve, to become a standalone function. We're planning or building for this foreseeable future is to educate our team to understand the possibilities of technology and digital. We, in fact, we took our internal development, internal promotion rate from a single digit to close to 70%. Welcome to GBS Masterminds Podcast Season 4. In Season 4, we're going to ask GBS leaders, what is the future of GBS? Should it continue to be the current business model and be a service center to its business? Should it spin off and be its own company? Or should it offer its services for other companies for profit? Today, our guest is Felix Baylor from Vertiv. Felix, would you like to introduce yourself? Good morning, Sasha. Thanks for having me. I was actually um, born and raised in Brazil. I then moved to US and I complete my studies and find my way to Romania. It's not your traditional route, but here we are, right? Uh, it's been 15 years since I've been in Romania, over 20 since I left home, and it's been an amazing journey. And somehow, Share Services, BPO, GPS has been part of this journey and, and so far, loving it. That's awesome. I'm going to jump right in, Felix. So the first question for you, since you're from Genpak, and Genpak itself was a spin-off of GE, should GBS leaders be like entrepreneurs and take their services externally, or should they focus on being business execs that support internal processes? All right. For me, the answer is simple. Value and maturity. Now, it's worth reminding that I did spend close eight, nine years of Genpak, and for the last five, I've been running a GPS, right? And when I see both sides of the coin, I can tell you that seeing the corporate, the organization, there's still a lot of value to be unlocked internally. And this idea to go external and try to sell would dilute uh, the focus and the opportunity. So in my mind, uh, for 99% of the GPS discharge services, uh, the opportunity lies to focus internally. Uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, the second point I mentioned is maturity, right? Which is goes hand in hand. Um, for example, if you think of finance, right? We look at corporate finance. It started in the 1500s, the first recorded functional finance. GPS started in the 80s, 40 years ago. So it's a very new function. In fact, for most organizations, it's not even a function. It's a cost code under finance. So imagine to go from a cost code under different function to leap to sell externally, it, it, you're leaping. And although I'm a big fan of leaping forward, but you're leaping without having the foundational to get there. So I think that the share service, the GPS, have a long way to evolve, to become a standalone function, to develop the ecosystem, the process, the practice, to then, and only then maybe, consider this external opportunity. Got it. That's a fair point, as I think various shared services or GPS are in different stages of maturity. Assuming that the GBS does mature, uh, if GBS does not go external, what do you think is the future state or the end state for GBS organization? The industry started with the shared services, which was attached to this idea of transactional repetitive. Um, and, and it delivered that. And it also delivered some metrics, some visibility, start improving some opportunities for end-to-end. -end. And as we go for this evolution curve, 
we reach the point of the GPS, right? Where we have different operating models, where you, the delivery is functional, but ecosystem is the GPS. You have internal sourcing organization. You have a lot more integration, a lot more transformation, a lot more digital, local, no code. There's a lot of more opportunity. Uh, the way I see the future uh, is what I call the integrated operating model. And by integrated operating model, I mean, is the GPS integrated within the center, different teams, different processes, different activities, integrated across the centers, global footprint, um, and integrated with the function. So it's a lot more fluid in nature. It's not as black and white, but it unlocks a much <coughs> higher level of value because it can focus on a bigger outcome. Got it. Absolutely. Maybe let's go more specific on Vertave, a little bit more short term. What does your roadmap look like for the next three years? The only constant is change, right? And, and that's not different for us to continue to be in the edge, continue to be uh, ahead of the curve. We continue to transform. So the way we look our roadmap today, we talk about this integrated operating model, the implementation and deployment to ensure that we uh, create the visibility across the functions, understand the outcome mapping, uh, create this roadmap, right? From, from point A to point B, this deployment at operation level. Then we talk about the expansion, so not just geographically, but also from the functionally, the activities, the different functions, different processes. And as we expand across processes and functions, we transform the shared services, the traditional way of looking at as a right cost location to become a challenge mm -hmm. center, right? Um, so the way we see, talk about challenge in the future, we see the future of the GPS, the integrated model, having the, the functional professional with digital savviness. Obviously, you need to understand the finance, marketing, IT, the HR, but uh, what we're planning, what we're building for this foreseeable future is to educate our team to understand the possibilities of technology and digital. From what I have mm -hmm. seen, uh, GBS is one of the few organizations similar to like BPO vendors who actually delivers measurable value, but you still have to compete for talent, financial resources, technology. So that's mm -hmm. of part of being an internal organization, right? If you cannot be as fast or nimble and disruptive, if you are your own organization, you generate a profit, then you can reinvest the profits. What do you think about that? How do you go about navigating your company to make sure that you have the right resources so that you can be nimble and fast? I see that question at two levels, right? I see this question, this idea of a build versus buy, talk about talent development, and also that mm -hmm. is external breeding, right? Make sure you, you, you don't close yourself to new ideas, new concepts that come externally. So uh, the way we look at it, the way we drive it, we believe in internal development. We're a big believer in build. Uh, in fact, we took our internal development, internal promotion rate from a single digit to close to 70% in the last two years. And that only happens because you, we have a career mapping, we have succession planning, we have the GPS Academy with the trainings to support this internal growth. Um, and including rotation, the GPS Academy and career mapping is allowed for rotation. So when you talk about quality of talent, we have much stronger talent that stays in the organization over time, that grow with the organization over time, that being trained, prepared, and seen it all to help us thrive. But that's two thirds of our development. Our target of internal promotion is specifically 70% because we want about a third of the headcount, the new hires, to be external. For mm -hmm. certain roles, certain ideas, we target 
profiles from different companies, different industry to bring new ideas and challenges ourselves, right? So that's why we find a balance in the way that we develop the talent we need, engage and retain, as well bring external breathing ideas and find a balance between being nimble, building and doing it all uh, in, in, in one broad approach. Got it. So I think that's very impressive. So about 70% of talent is internal promotion and 30% is external, right? Correct. Correct. And then you're able to do that because you have a very strong training program, rotation program. We developed mm -hmm. what we call the GBS Academy. And under the GBS Academy, for example, in finance, we have the School of Finance that help people understand to go from AP to R2R to, to accounting. What does it take? What trainings they need to learn, right? Leveraging external database like LinkedIn training as part of the training plus in-class face-to-face interactions. And that way allows the individuals to grow. A big piece of our GPS Academy is the digital school uh, where yeah. we, we, we expose uh, and train our, our professionals from the, the usual Power BI, but also Power Automate, a version of RPA, right? From Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, the different technologies possible, even machine learning, it elevates the understanding of the team so we can see the opportunity. So it doesn't become just top-down drive of technology and ideas. It can be bottoms up as well, right? It's a whole cultural movement. Got it. Very nice. Follow-up question for you is you are on the services side with Genpack, and now you're on the GBS side. So why the switch? What are some of the trade-offs? What are some of the cultural differences? I, I did not plan again to share services, BPO, that was not necessarily plan. In fact, I had no plan at all. I'm not the type of professional that study finance, green finance, and move along, become CFO, become right the, the traditional way of moving towards such a realm. Uh, that's not my case. I started in marketing sales. Uh, I did the entrepreneur. It didn't work out as well as it did for you. I moved to supply chain procurement and, and kept moving along the way. And then I got into BPO, outsourcing. And, mm -hmm. and I loved it. My career, I would not change a thing. Jampack was amazing. The amount of exposure, the amount of learnings, the amount of trainings, the investment they put in individuals, the professionals, uh, the access to leadership interactions. So exposure and learnings was amazing. I loved it. Uh, talk about GPS. You don't have as much exposure, right? Because it's one client, one organization. So you lose on that side, but you gain because now you're running the whole function, right? It, it is... The, the, the whole ecosystem from finance, IT, IT trainings to the GBS Academy we developed, right? Uh, HR practices, our financial model, how we charge, how we manage our, not just the PL, but how we manage our taxes, the, the location strategy, the, the deployment, the solution, the transitions. So it's a whole business. You're running the business. I love this back office industry because there's so much value, there's so much opportunity, there's so much uh, chance for transformation, innovation testing, expansion. All right. Last question for you, Felix. How do you deliver value, business outcomes, kind of transition to the next stage? Mm -hmm. What is your advice for that? Any examples you can give of what you've done at Vertiv? So any, any GPS lead, any, should start the conversation is, what is the role that GPS play in this organization? Are we a, a cost play? Are we to drive the, the PMO and digital low-code, no-code agenda? Are we to help integrate the processes end-to-end? -end? Get that clarification with the executives, with the, the leadership, right? The second point that I would, I would uh, um, suggest is understand the organizational culture. 
because uh, the ask may be bring all these high-end, crazy, innovative ideas, but if the profile of the organization is a more conservative culture, not necessarily risking and trying and testing, uh, there's a disconnect. So my third point, which is the governance. So you can have a, a clear understanding of what you want to get. You may have mm -hmm. a, a good understanding of what would it take. But if you don't have the right balance of governance, the bottoms up, top down, uh, understanding of what would it take to get there, drive this governance, you're not going to go anywhere. You're going to spin around, right? The rules of engagement, the stakeholders, conversations, the QPRs, all of that is critical to drive that agenda. And last, as important as always, the people. Have the right people in the right place. The amount of waste we see uh, in organizations, I think the biggest waste to see in organizations is a misalignment of talent and roles. So have the right people to the right culture to drive that agenda. I think it should be part of this design rather than, than just wish. Got it. Follow-up question to the governance. Yeah. Uh, how important does the stakeholder management to let's say a CEO or a CFO an alignment, is that a bigger factor to get the outcomes? Or would you say it's more about GBS's own operational execution? The outcomes can be reached either way, right? I think I agree to that. I think uh, the key, is the, the, the speed to outcome. Because if one is only bottoms up, and if you need to align 30 directors to an idea yeah. of drive innovation, your chance of su success dilutes dramatically, right? So it takes a lot longer to drive that idea. You need to get some success. You got some early adopters. It becomes a whole end user curve, adoption curve for each CFO to get you there. Rather than a top down to say, we believe this is the vision. We're going to get it done. Here's what we're heading. It becomes much simpler. All right. Felix, thank you so much for being our guest. Sashi, thank you. Really appreciate it.